Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This episode of the Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy Podcast is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. Don't know about MyBookie? They are redefining the gaming scene for both sports betting and online casino games. Sign up at MyBookie.ag using the promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN to claim a deposit match up to $1,000. That is right, $1,000. Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here and it is Wednesday night. Which means, I guess, I'm talking to the Sex Panther. What's going on, man? Oh, you know, we're just going to try something a little different here. We've been running into some technical issues with me driving and trying to do the podcast at night on Thursday night. So I'm sitting still. A beautiful 70-degree day in Denver, Colorado, ready to talk some college football. Nice, nice. That's good. It's good to do it on Wednesday. It's the middle of the week. Your boss isn't going to be drinking tonight, so... Should be be good to go. (laughs) Interrupt me for an hour. Yeah, yeah. Call you crying about something. God knows what. All right. Well, you sent me a list. We're just looking pretty much at the big games, big games of the weekend, big games plus one. Let's get to it. UCLA, Oregon, top of your list. Looks like uh, Oregon's minus 13 and a half. Yeah, that's where I see it. 13 and a half. Um, No particular order is just kind of where I found them. Uh, a lot of postponements again, but, um, you know, UCLA, they're improving under Chip Kelly. Uh, but if they beat a bad Cal team, so there's really no reason to get too excited. Uh, but they're getting better, but they're, they're not ready to compete against what is presumed to be a playoff caliber team in the Oregon Ducks. Now, with the Pac-12 only playing a six-game schedule, Oregon's got to impress the committee. And they, I know people try to say that, they, they took that out. But this year, I think it's pretty clear. When you're playing a six-game schedule or you're the Big Ten playing an eight-game schedule, you got an opportunity. You're going to run up the score. This is one of those games where I think Oregon, they've already done it their first two games, beating by double-digit margins. This is another one where I think they'll win by double-digit and run up the score. Um, so, I look, I like Oregon big here. I'm going to bet Oregon uh, minus those points. Wow, there you go. Got it. Got you in for the bet. You know, actually, I can't disagree with you. I can't disagree hardly at all. I do think Oregon wins this game. I do think they cover this 13 and a half. Kind of suspicious. It's open at 14, 13 and a half now. So are we on the wrong side of a trap? Maybe, maybe not. But I'm, I mean, I really got to think Oregon can win this by two touchdowns. 
you know, I don't know if what the public's doing. I don't look at that stuff. But you got to remember, you know, Chip Kelly came from Oregon. So maybe some people are believing maybe there's some kind of revenge or something, two touchdowns. I wouldn't be surprised if the public might be on UCLA with two touchdowns. But um, there, there's just no way. I'm, I'm not jumping on that. Okay. Well, the total in this one is 66 and a half. Yeah, that Oregon's defense is is decent, but they do give up some points. Um, you know, if we get to forty to twenty, I gotta find another touchdown somewhere. I think with my belief that Oregon has to run up the score, I, I think I like the over, but not enough to bet it. I'm only gonna lean the over here. I'm not so sure. I, I I'm not so sure that Oregon is our our problem here. I think it's UCLA. I don't know that this is going to hit the 66 and a half. I'm going to bet the under in this one. I'm banking on UCLA to get to 20. That's, <laughs> if they don't get to 20, then yeah. that's And that's why I only leaned because there's just too many variables there. Yeah, yeah. All right. Next up, we've got Indiana, Ohio State. Let's see. It's uh, Indiana, excuse me, Ohio State minus 20 and a half. Yeah, the Ohio State at home in the horseshoe with, I don't know if they're going to have any fans. All this COVID stuff keeps changing. I do believe with uh, everything that happened in Ohio this week, there will be no fans in the stand. But, you know, this game looks really good, right? <clears throat> you got 4-0 Hoosiers, 3-0 Buckeyes, and it really isn't that good. Indiana's 4-0, but their opponents are combined 3-13. and Ohio State's 3-0, but their opponents are combined 2-9. It's, it's very top-heavy in the Big Ten. Uh, and there's another game that we're going to talk about with two more undefeateds. Um, and then it's very bottom-heavy with teams that are just trash. I mean, even what we thought would be good teams are just trash. Nebraska, Penn State, the Wolverines, they're, they're just terrible. So I don't know that we really can make anything out of these victories that the two teams have had in digesting the the stats. What I'm finding is IU can score and Ohio State they give up points. I mean, I get it. Ohio State score, I wouldn't be surprised if they put up 56 this week, but they give up points. They're giving up 23 points per game to bad teams. So to me, that makes 20 and a half way too many. I'm going to bet the Hoosiers here. Oh, man. You're betting the Hoosiers? You've been hating on the Hoosiers all season. I've been waiting for them to fall down to earth, but I just none of these teams are beating or any good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. I, you know, I can't agree with you on this one. I like Ohio State. I was going to bet them minus the 20 and a half. I think they can cover that spread. Everything you said about Indiana is correct. I, I just think Ohio State's going to just, you know, outshoot them. This is going to be a shootout. I think they outshoot them. Three touchdowns. I'd, I think they outshoot yeah. them, but I just, I just think the 20 and a half, you know, we, I think Indiana can get probably four touchdowns here. Well, that's a good way to uh, segue into the total. 66 and a half. Yeah, I got this going over. Like I said, Ohio State's defense has not been elite by any stretch. Like I said, they're giving up 23 points per game to subpar talent. Indiana's going to be the best team they probably play until they get to the Big Ten Championship. I agree with you. Ohio State's going to score uh, score a lot. I probably got them in the mid to high 40s. But I think Indiana can get into, like I said, four touchdowns, maybe even get into the low 30s. So, uh, yeah, I like the over here. All right. I'll bet it. Yeah, I'm betting the, I'm betting the over as well, 100%. I think this one's definitely going to go over. 
I don't even know if Indiana needs to get to 28 to make it go over. 48 to 21? Something like that? Yeah, wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, no. So, yeah, I like the over an awful lot. Skip the side, since we disagreed. Bet the over. <laughs> yeah, but look look for where Arch and Panther uh, agree. And we probably do a lot better because, you know, when we're on opposites, he, he has a cont- completely different formula of how he comes to a decision. And I'm pretty much stat-based. So, um, yeah, I, we both agree with the over, so I like that one a lot. I just shake the magic eight ball. That's all I do. It works. All right. <laughs> Clemson and your beloved FSU, you've buried them. You dug them back up and said, maybe, maybe they're not bad. And now you buried them again. Clemson's minus 35 and a half on the road. Oh God. Now we're throwing a hook in there. Um, yeah, Florida State, it's so easy to bury them. Five of their six losses have been 16 or more points, but we're trying to double that, right? We're, I mean, over double that, 35 and a half. Clemson's defense kind of got exposed against Boston College. Notre Dame could pretty much do whatever they wanted against them. Now, they are coming off a bye, and they do get uh, Trevor Lawrence back this week. Um, but Florida State is just so bad. I, you know, I don't know that I can get on his side on this game, honestly. I could see where this game is 63-14, to 14, and I can see where this game is, you know, 56 to 30 i clemson's gonna win they're gonna win by a lot but i just feel like 35 and a half is just way too many i'm gonna talk about this particular thing with a lot of teams and clemson falls in this boat they don't have to impress anybody all they have to do is win and stay healthy get to the rematch against notre dame and they you know get into get into the uh, playoffs so blowing somebody out isn't isn't a necessity for the Tigers. So because of that, I'm going to lean Florida state with those points. I'm going to lean Florida state with you. I don't like this. This is the game where I say it it feels like it's too many, but it's FSU, man. (laughs) We wouldn't be surprised. (laughs) No, no, it would not shock me if uh, Clemson came out and just, you know, absolutely. Um, Yeah. It's a lean for me. I, I can't, I can't, I tried and tried. I can't get to a side on this one. Total in this one is it here's an interesting one. It opened up at 63 or 66. 63 now. Oh wow, because I even have it at 64 just two it, hours ago. It's been dropping quick, it looks like. <clears throat> and then and I don't know why, unless the belief is kind of like what I'm going, that that Clemson doesn't have to score 60 points. They have nowhere nobody to impress. But look, I still think they get into the high 40s maybe even the low 50s florida state will probably score a couple touchdowns so i i still have this as an overplay mm. i had it as an under on that 66 mark are you gonna bet this you're gonna lean it i'm just gonna lean it this yeah. is one of the games i'm really not that don't, comfortable don't, with yeah don't don't bet the under. don't bet the over <laughs> i had it as an under and now that it's dropped dropped down to 63 i can't get to either side really that's kind of like a dumb push I'm going to lean the over with you just slightly, but I, I would be really uncomfortable betting this one. There you go, DJs. We have the kiss of lean on this game, so take yeah. that for whatever it's worth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, man, that 66, I definitely had an, an over, or excuse me, an underplay going on. So looks like the looks like the sharps are caught up to what we were doing. Uh, Florida Vanderbilt next up. This is another, you know, close game. Florida opened up minus 31. They're minus 31 and a half now. 
Yeah, this is another one of those teams I was talking about that they don't, the Florida Gators don't have to impress anybody. They just need to win, stay healthy. They get to the SEC championship and play Alabama and boom, they're in the playoffs. Um, you know, Florida has been clicking since their loss to Texas A&M four weeks ago. Their defense has improved, still not great, but improved. Um, they're on a collision course with Bama, as I mentioned, as, as long as they win out. Um, but, you know, you look at Vanderbilt, They've scored 17 or less points four times in their six games. Uh, you know, Florida's defense has improved enough to keep a, a subpar Vandy offense at that number, 17, maybe 20. The Gators are one of the most explosive teams on offense. I think without trying to run up the score, they probably run up the score. So I actually like the Florida Gators here, plus those points. I'm going to bet them. Oh, boy. I guess I'm going to plant my flag here and disagree with you. I'm going to take an underdog for the first time. This is the one. It feels like it might be a little bit too many. I don't think Florida is going to win by more than 28 in that ballpark. So, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to be on the other side here. I'm going to bet Vandy plus the 31 and a half. Hmm. Mm. Ah, that's crazy. It didn't uh, feel good coming out of your mouth, did it? It didn't. It didn't. No, no. <laughs> 68. That's your total right here. You know, the way the Gators have been playing, you know, their defense does give up some points, but that offense, I don't even know if they have a punter. They just run up and, and score. So uh, this is an over. I, again, I think it's an over. Even if Vandy with that 31 and a half, I mean, they only got to score 17, 20 points. I think they could probably get there against the Gator defense. So, yeah, I like the over. All right. You got to bet it, you're leaning it. Uh, <sighs> lean it, the boss says. Yeah, you because know, I'm going to bet the under. <laughs> I'm trying to save you money. No, I do like the under here. I think this could actually end up being an uglier game than what we are envisioning. Flor- I, you said it, and I think it wor- it's worth repeating. Florida doesn't have to impress anybody. They're going to come out. They're just going to take their foot off the gas once they're up big. So I like the spread here, but I like the under too. 68. All right, next up, we've got your beloved team, Coastal Carolina. They're minus five and a half as App State comes to town. You know, of all the games I put together, we've got a list of 10 games here. And when I make the list, I circle who I'm taking. I've got a decision on the over, the under. You know, I, I, I kind of know what I'm doing. I have no circle here. I have not, this this game, it's on ESPN2, so it's going to get a little national spotlight. But this is a huge game uh, for both these schools. App State's kind of been on the map ever since, you know, they went into Ann Arbor and beat the Wolverines uh, years ago. So people kind of know who they are. But Coastal Carolina has just been so sneaky. They've only been playing Division One ball for four years. They're undefeated this year. Um, but but you look at the stats, this is two evenly matched teams. Yeah. There's no statistical advantage for either one. Um, now, what I'm looking at is Coastal Carolina has outscored their opponents 102 to 20 their <laughs> last three games. So they've really stiffened up that defense while their offense continues to just keep pouring it on. Um, Coastal Carolina's coming off a bye. App State is not. But App State's only loss is to undefeated Marshall way back in week two. So this is a really, really tough game. I'm kind of rooting for Coastal Carolina just because they're the um, undefeated underdog here. But it's trending the wrong way. I know this game was a six and a half a couple days ago. Now it's a five and a half. So um, because of that movement, I'm going to have to lean App State here with the points. 
I, yeah, I actually, yeah, <laughs> ATS lean. I wrote something stupid down. Gotcha. In the lean. Um, no, I'm going to bet them. I'm going to bet App State. I, uh, I think they can keep it close. These are really, really close teams. And I they can't, are. I actually can't tell you who's going to win the game. Honest to God. I just think that App State's going to keep it close enough to cover that five and a half. So there it is. That's a bet for me. The total in this one is, is it really 48? Yeah, and I think part of that has to do with the way Coastal Carolina's defense has been playing. App State's defense is pretty good, but Coastal Carolina the last three weeks has been just absolutely stellar. But this is a this is a completely different team that Coastal Carolina's taken on. It's not Georgia State or Georgia Southern. It's App State. They can score some points. So I think, you know. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie but just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love i still use my bookie to this date and you should too why because march is about to get crazy insane maybe even a little mad if you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home bet the non-stop action of march madness with my bookie enter bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes of up to twenty-five thousand big ones or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on, the best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Probably looking at 24 points each. I think both these teams can get over that. So I, I like the over here. I'm, I'm going to lean the over. Yeah, I'm going to lean the over here as well. But I can't get to a side where I feel comfortable betting it. So it's just a lean for me. Um, this, could, this could end up being a defensive struggle. It's, it's plausible. It could be. I will say this to all the DGENs out there looking for a possible money line play. These two teams are so even that at plus five and a half, well, what's a money line here? That's got to be about a buck sixty, right? Right around there. Let's see. I'm pulling it up exactly. Uh, it's loading. Um, Coastal Carolina. Yeah, you're getting plus one seventy five at my bookie. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think if you like App State, there's probably enough value there. They're so evenly matched that you might consider a money line play here. Hmm. All right. I, I don't disagree. I mean, they have a shot. They've got a real shot to win this game. All right, Cincinnati and UCF next up. Cincinnati's on the road, and they're giving up, let's say, five and a half. Yeah, this line is actually getting better for them, so a little scary. It opened up at the beginning of the week, I believe, around seven. Uh, So, you know, look, look, I've been on the Bearcats all season long. They have no weakness. 
Their offense puts up 41 points a game. Their defense, I mean, you have to just grind and grind just to get 12 points against this team. Nobody has been close. Nobody. Um, Cincinnati, the one common opponent that I found that I looked at was Memphis. Pretty good opponent. Uh, for both these teams, except Cincinnati trashed them 49 to 10 and Memphis beat central Florida 50 to 49 central Florida's offense averages 620 yards per game, 44 points per game. And here's where the battle comes in. Cincinnati's defense is only given up 300 yards per game and 12 points per game. I think for central Florida to compete with the Bearcats, they, I mean, they have to more than double those numbers that that Bearcat defense is is giving up and they've been so consistent it's not like I'm looking for an outlier there isn't one they're that consistent week in and week out if if the line movement suggests that this might be a trap but I'm going to go ahead and take the bait Uh, I'm I'm loving the Bearcats so I'm going to bet them Mm. I couldn't get there I couldn't get there Um, for the bet I'm going to lean UCLF UCF just just barely i couldn't get to either side this looks to me to be really goddamn close really close um but i i have cincinnati winning almost all the time but not quite by the by the, by the uh, five and a half so just a lean for me on uh, ucf although the total in this one is 63 and a half um you know <sighs> I, I got this under. Uh, maybe I'm giving too much respect to the Bearcats defense. Uh, and, man, I'm going to give a little respect to the Central Florida defense. They're going to have to – if they're going to stay in this game, this can't be an over game, right? If, if, it, if it's high scoring, I just don't think uh, Central Florida will be able to score enough points. So I, I've got this as an underplay. I'm going to lean the under. I like it. I like it an awful lot. I'm going to bet the under. You can change if you want to. <laughs> yeah, hey, but- you know what? For the DGENs that like to agree with us, we'll we'll make this a kiss of death. I'll bet it with you. Yeah. No, I like the under an awful lot. I I think we've got enough wiggle room. I think I'm thinking five to six points wiggle room. So yeah, we can totally Probably, do this. I, I think I was right there about fifty seven, so I'm with you. Right yeah. right about six points. Yep. I think we can, I think we got this covered. All right, next up, we're looking at Wisconsin and Northwestern. Uh Wisconsin is minus seven and a half on the road. Yeah, so two more undefeateds in the Big Ten that we were talking about. Wisconsin took a couple COVID weeks off, but it hasn't affected them at all. They're 2-0, and and they've dominated two bad teams, pretty much running the ball at will, scoring at will, and their defense has been pretty elite. Northwestern's 4-0, and but they're squeaking by some pretty mediocre teams. They haven't been all that impressed but they do find ways to win. Uh, The big battle here is Wisconsin's ability to run 261 yards rushing per game. Northwestern only gives up 92 yards against the rush. So that is going to be where the battle is won. And I'm sorry, Northwestern, private school, you got the, the academics to get in there. Wisconsin gets these stinking horses that just on that offensive line, they just move you. I just don't see where where it's competitive in the trenches. Um, this is another team because Wisconsin's missing those two games and they won't make them up. They've got to impress the committee. Uh, they're trying to get to the Big Ten Championship, a battle against Ohio State, most likely. Uh, so I look for them to try and pour it on. I like West, uh, Wisconsin here, minus those points. How much do you like them? I'm going to bet them. Oh, you are going to bet them. I was just going to lean them. 
I think everything you said is right. Wisconsin does have to put their foot on the gas if they have any kind of hope of you know making a noise this season. Uh, but I just don't. I don't know if I have enough data here, especially with these two guys playing, to make a real firm determination. So yeah, it's a lean for me on Wisconsin. Yeah, it, it, it's not going to move the way I need it to move. So yeah, it'll just be a lean for me. Uh, the total in this one, low scoring game, forty four. I don't get this number at all. If Wisconsin's basically covered that by themselves, their their first two games. Um, Northwestern is going to score. I don't, you know, if they get to twenty, you know, I, I've got this thing so way over, and I, it's going to be in Chicago. Um, good weather this weekend. We're looking at sixties, no wind, no snow. So, um, that line is suspiciously low because I've got it going way over that. I'm going to bet it. Oh, you are going to bet it. I'm a little more concerned. I was going to just lean the over. I have it going over, but just not enough times for me to feel comfortable. So it's just a lean on the over for me. Ah, yeah. I wonder if people are going to get bit on this one. It feels, feels like something's happening. It's, it's, it's suspiciously low. I, I agree. All right. Next up, we've got Kansas State going to Iowa State. Kansas State is plus 11 on the road. Yeah, Are you gonna fuck so, me over? Are you gonna fuck me over in bet K State? Yeah, this is this is like your your homer team here. But uh, let's look at some things here. Let's let's talk about this. You know, the K State's dropped two straight games. They are coming off a of buys. They have a little chance to to regroup. Um, both teams lost close games to Oklahoma State. So you know, the, the, using that as a common denominator, you think maybe this can be close. Um, Iowa State is statistically better in every category, offensively and defensively. Iowa State's better. They run the ball. Um, K-State doesn't stop the ball, uh, stop rushing very well. That, that, that's kind of the key here. But, um, yeah, I think Iowa State, you just, they're just so inconsistent. I think I am going to screw you over here. But I'm only going to lean them. I'm just going to lean the Wildcats. Yeah, you know, actually, I can't bet them either. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could not get to, I actually can't get to either side in this one. Um, so yeah, it's just a lean for me on K-State. It wouldn't surprise me if K-State covers this game. I mean, you pointed out they have lost a bunch, but covered it. They didn't cover the West Virginia, but they've covered pretty much everything else. Cover the, yeah, they covered the other two. Yeah, so two I'm going to lean K-State for now. Keep an eye on this one. Hopefully the line moves, you know, gets us a little bit. If we can get down to 10 and a half, 10 even, ooh, I think we'll be talking now. Definitely think we'll be talking. 46 and a half is your total. Another game suspiciously low. These team these teams don't have elite defenses. I, I need to get to you know twenty six to twenty. You're telling me K State can't score twenty points against the Cyclones? Uh, another one suspiciously low. Uh, I like the over. I think I'm going to bet it. Yeah, I'm going to bet the over on this one too. It's too low. Hopefully, it's not suspiciously too low, but it is too low. Uh, so no trap. Let's just do it. Let's just bet the over. All right. Next up, we've got Oklahoma State, Oklahoma. This one opened up uh, Oklahoma minus nine and a half. They're minus seven now. Wow. Uh, a lot of movement. Uh, so yeah. this is the big bedlam rivalry. Um, but look, uh, OU's offense has been clicking the last two games. They're also coming off a bye, but they scored over 60 points each of their last two games. Oklahoma State, I'm not sure what Mike Gundy's doing with this team. They used to be an offensive juggernaut. Now they just they run out there with an elite defense. There's one, um, you know, 
game that kind of sticks out, that game against Texas that they lost, that was a, a shootout, and they lost that game so that the elite defense didn't show up. But other than that, they've been pretty good on the defensive side. The offense is where the problem is. They just don't score a lot of points. And like I said, I point out that Longhorn game, that even as an outlier, that's more of an indictment on the Longhorn defense. They've been giving up points all year long. So I, I don't even know if that is giving the Cowboys any love. I, I look, for me, this just comes down to can Oklahoma State keep up with the Sooner offense? I just don't think they can. As good as the Cowboys have been on the defensive side, um, I, I don't think they will keep up offensively to to maintain the pace. I've got I'm wondering about this line movement. I mean, that is a ton, ton, two and a half points is a ton of movement. But I'm still liking the Sooners here. I'm going to bet Oklahoma. Yeah, I'm forced to agree with you. I like Oklahoma in this one as well. Um, I'm going to bet them. I'm going to bet them too. I I haven't covered the seven. If it gets, you know, it and the nine and a half, I should say, I probably would have been off this game. But at seven, it's just too, it's too enticing. I have to do it. I have to take a piece of the Sooners. Let's do it. Boomer Sooner, baby. Fifty nine is your total. <sighs> That's even dropping. I was at fifty nine and a half just a couple hours ago. Um, you know, my my inclination is to go over. Now, how good that Cowboy defense can be against the Sooners is really going to be the question. But look, if you tell me the Sooners are only in the thirties, it's an underplay. But I think it's over that. I think the Sooners get into the forties. So um, you saw what the Longhorns did. The Sooners are going to be equal to the task. I like the over here. I'm going to bet the over. You're going to bet the over. Whew, I'm going to lean the over. Can't quite get there. I have a little bit of concern that maybe, you know, Oklahoma does stay stuck in the, you know, right end the mid thirties. That's my big concern. Um, shit. We'll see. But yeah. So it's just a lean for me on the over. And the last one on the list, save the best for last <laughs> Liberty, North Carolina state. NC state is minus three and a half at home. You know, when, when I sent you the list, it's not because you have to go in that particular order. Ah, but, fuck it. Uh, but, you know, these mid-majors have really made this season fun with Cincinnati, BYU, Coastal Carolina, and now we get Liberty. Um, this is their third ACC opponent. They've already beaten Virginia Tech. They've already beaten Syracuse. Now they get NC State at NC State. Um, Liberty is better statistically everywhere offensively defensively and not by a little bit they're better significantly nc state's defense is terrible like kansas jayhawk terrible uh they give up 456 yards per game 34 points per game this liberty team can score we saw it against virginia tech against the Hokies. Uh, we saw it against syracuse we've seen it against the other mid-majors they've played um this is another one like app state I don't find enough value really in just taking Liberty plus the points. I think I'm going to jump on the money line here. This is the risky one. I think I'm not Ooh. as confident with this one, but I'm going to go ahead and money line Liberty. You are going to money line Liberty. Let's see here. See I don't feel great about it. I don't feel great about it. Let's take a look and see what you're getting here. Uh, Liberty. Got to find one again. Uh, you're getting plus 130, uh, plus 140. Plus 140 for a Liberty money. I don't hate where your head's at. I don't think it's going to happen, but I don't hate it. I'm going to lean NC State minus the points. I do think they win. I don't think they win with enough confidence to bet them. 
but I, I don't hate it. I don't hate that money line play at all. Uh, the total in this one is 67. That's a big number. And, you know, Liberty can score. They're, they're very adaptive scoring. And like I mentioned, the Wolfpack's defense is absolutely horrible. NC State can score. Um, but that just feels like a lot of points for this kind of game. we got to get them both into the mid-30s. Uh, feels like a tall ass. I'm going to lean the under here. You're going to lean the under here. Okay. Under lean. Gotcha in. Man, yeah, 67 is a lot of points. And you feel like, you know, when it's that high, if your offense isn't clicking perfectly, if you have a few stalls, it's over. You're not going to hit the over. I thought that last week when I took a South Carolina Ole Miss under 70 and a half. Eh, that didn't work out. But I'm going <laughs> to do it again. I'm going to bet the under, under 67 Liberty NC State and hope that somebody's offense just hiccups a little bit. Right. <laughs> That's it. That's the list, baby. Oh, that's the list. Uh, you got any final things before I do my whole spiel? No. Nothing. Nothing. Uh, we are going to bring, you guys got to listen to tomorrow's show. We are going to bring up with Max um, what the whole deal with Robinson Cano. It, what, what is all that about? We're going to talk some Robinson Cano. But look, one of the things that we can tell you is jump on mybookie.ag. You use the promo code AbsoluteDGen. You can get paid back up to a thousand dollars on on their little money back guarantee on your losses, but that's where we go. That's where we do our betting, and you guys can support the DGens by going to my bookie and placing your bets there. You guys know what to do. Get on the app. Get on the website. Let us know what you did last week. What were your bets like? Did you make any money? And what you're going to do this weekend when it's all said and done, kids? It's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.